It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. Mr. Spud Spank's Wedding Prologue Mr. Spud Spank is a sweet man one year older than me who I met while teaching during the first COVID-19 school year. I taught at the Hummingbird Academy, which was a sham charter school on the south side of Tucson, Arizona. We didn't have any students in the building, and the population we served lacked the home computer setups needed to engage with remote schoolwork, so we had a lot of time on our hands. Our jobs weren't in jeopardy because the school took attendance based off of any daily interaction with a student, even if only for a second. Most of the students caught on that signing into our academic software from their phone's browsers was important practical for completing work, but sufficient for us marking them present. Mr. Spudspank laid the groundwork for lasting friendships between teachers by choosing to schmooze instead of mindlessly mouse-wheeling the internet like most of us, shuddered only by our worst teacher, Miss Guerrero, frequently shouting to stop socializing in her vicinity. Mr. Spudspank pulled the faculty on its willingness to travel to his Las Vegas wedding the next year, and I responded in the affirmative. Travel and Day One Mr. Spudspank didn't get married until rodeo break the following school year after I already rage quit teaching at the Hummingbird Academy, rage quit paperwork at a lame case management agency, and rejoined teaching at a slightly more ethical Southside charter school. Throughout my recent life changes, Mr. Spudspank kept me on the invitation list for all his teacher soirees and get-togethers. His wedding always felt like a future event so far away I may never even see it. Eventually, the big February weekend did enter an observable orbit, and I asked my new girlfriend, Skye, if she would be my plus one. Sky agreed, but due to her work schedule, she would drive up separately and arrive just before the ceremony. My travel between Arizona and Nevada was dull and mindless, my favorite intellectual space to occupy, and I didn't encounter any traffic challenges until I saw familiar landmark casinos on the horizon. This is when I miss the days of the family vacations, when I could keep my nose in a handheld video game while my dad sorted out freeway signs, lane changes, parking garages, and check-in kiosks. My room at the resort was retro cool as fuck, and I could have happily recuperated from my six-and-a-half-hour journey in the company of plastic flamingo lamps until tomorrow's ceremony, but Mr. Spud Spank's welcome text sounded like he and his other guests were fired up and ready to party. Day two and ceremony. When I woke up the next morning, I thought I somehow got off easy and avoided the classic first night in Vegas hangover. Wrong. As soon as I stood up from bed, a wave of nausea rushed over and towed me to the floor by the window. I pulled the trash bin from under the writing desk close enough to cuddle and puked and puked and puked until I could only heave in pain. I was so mad for doing this to myself and also a little worried about Skye's possible reaction when she joins me and discovers I made poor choices that would affect what I'm able to do with her on such a short vacation. Somehow with a buttered bagel, 
coffee, and hot bath, I pulled myself together just in time for Skye to get in, take her shower, and dress ourselves for the ceremony. The wedding itself was beautiful. Mr. and Mrs. Spud Spank got married, surrounded by friends and family, and I was honored to be included. Mr. Pleats was the only other teacher from our Hummingbird Academy days to attend, and I enjoyed his catching me up on sports, his dog, and his girlfriend's career. All the topics we covered while working together. For Skye to come to Las Vegas with me, she needed to bring her daughter and her mom to watch her daughter and rented an Airbnb for the three of them. Skye spent the destination wedding ping-ponging between the planned itinerary events with me and sightseeing with her mom and daughter so they had fun too. Damn, what a woman. Day 3 and Global Pocket Monsters event. Skye and I joined the wedding party for a nice brunch, and then she left to take her daughter and her mom out for the day. As luck would have it, this entire day I had to myself coincided with a global event in my favorite mobile app, the one where you catch, befriend, train, and battle the pocket monsters. I was so happy walking up and down the daytime strip, completing the research tasks for bigger and bigger prizes, sending virtual postcards of all the recognizable attractions to my friend list, and collecting pocket monsters that would forever sit in my stable with the stamp that they were acquired in Las Vegas, Nevada during February 2022. I wondered why I didn't leave Tucson more often since I was happier this weekend than I had been in quite a while and then remembered I was a destitute charter school teacher enslaved by a poverty level wage from a country barreling toward Christian fascism. I'm sorry, I'm journaling from a week when the illegitimate right-wing U.S. Supreme Court removes one previously assured freedom each day. I finished the global event by the time Skye met up with me for dinner and kept the pocket monsters out of her sight. We strolled the nighttime strip looking for a romantic restaurant and came up short in that the best-looking places required reservations. Oops, I should have solved this during my gaming hours. We finally settled on a Tex-Mex restaurant because its sign was the largest and brightest, but not at all romantic. We laughed at the gaudy decorations, such as the true-to-scale plastic donkey wearing a sombrero and sunglasses set against a cartoon mural that encouraged photos. Sky decided to spend the night in my room, even though doing so meant waking ridiculously early and driving back to her Airbnb before her daughter eats breakfast. Our time together was sexy and amazing. Day four and travel. After I walked Sky to her car, I weighed going back to sleep for a few more hours or jump-starting the ride home. I was going to miss the lobby's slot machine medley of beeps and dings. I bought another overpriced coffee, packed my belongings, and checked out from my room's TV. The trip wasn't too expensive because I booked it last year and received a wedding discount. I did pay extra to connect multiple Wi-Fi devices. Remember, I have four Pocket Monster accounts. On my way out of town, I realized I didn't get Miss Canosa, my freshman English class paraprofessional, a souvenir, so I stopped at an Area 51 themed attraction at the edge of Nevada and picked out a UFO keychain. While my drive back to my state was as mindless and dull as four days ago, I took notice that most of the towns I crossed were dying or already dead. America's infrastructure has been left to rot while looters in the government escape with the fruits of our labor. 
Despite the previous president being the biggest grifter of all, I passed an alarming number of truck stops selling obnoxious Trump One flags. And of course, I walked into my apartment and stepped into a puddle. A spigot under my sink blasted off and water was pooling out into my living room. In the almost three years I've lived in my tiny brick apartment, I've never needed emergency maintenance until my first overnight vacation away. Epilogue. I was already many miles out of paradise when Mr. Spudspank sent a good morning text asking for a hug before I hit the road, but I knew we'd stay friends for years to come. In these terrible times of corrupt corporations, artificial inflation, skyrocketing rent, and loss of freedom, we need our meaningful relationships to stay sane and keep life worth living. I hope to take more trips with Sky and maybe some where she doesn't have to pull double duty. Back in school, I premiered a new line my students would hear over and over for the rest of the year when they were talking instead of working. Hey, this room should sound like a library, not a Las Vegas casino. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com.